0: This is a head gum Podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: guys. This is Ben. <laughs> Holy shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dynamic Banter. Um, Mike... So <laughs> rule one. Do you want to say what you told me?
0: I said we shouldn't eat on the podcast. Last time I ate on the podcast, it felt disrespectful. And then I opened a bag of um, Cheetos. Three sixty five is the brand.
1: So you're eating. You eat them for three hundred sixty five days out of the year.
0: Yeah, three hundred sixty five minutes of this podcast. And I, uh, I saw them, and I couldn't not do it. I'm gonna try not to do it for the rest of the podcast, but it'll be interesting to see.
1: This is the thing, man. We're a couple of busy boys. Oh, God.
0: We've said that before, and it's probably been very true. Yeah. But But it's never
1: been more true than now.
0: Yeah. Everything hurts. Mm -hmm. You know what's fun, though? It's like I think that I'm at a point, at least, and I think you're the same way, but I'm not going to talk about both of us. Like, when I moved here, I was like, um, okay, like, hopefully I can get, like, a manager or agent or sign with one of these digital companies and that'll Mm. be my my uh vehicle to get to the next thing you know like a something on tv or something in a movie at some place i guess but you know the whole time that you're going to be making stuff at least i knew the whole time that i was going to be making stuff for youtube audience because that's what brought me everything in the first place right sure so now it's like the world is changing and a certain amount of people watch TV and a certain amount of people watch Netflix and a certain amount of people watch YouTube. And it's like, we're a little bit older. And now I think we're kind of both at the point where we're like cutting out everyone else Uh and being like, yeah, we're going to make really cool, different, bigger things, but we're going to be the facilitators of
1: that. You have to. You oh yeah. You have to get to a point where that happens. Yeah,
0: but I think it's been like a uh uh not that either of us didn't realize it before. It's just an experience. Re- yeah, yeah, but I think it's very like much like wheels are turn we're very much in it right now. And like it's one thing to be like yeah, that's a cool thing we should do that. And uh another thing to be like in middle of it, right? The end. Yeah, I don't I even mean, know why I started talking about
1: that. No, I mean it makes perfect sense. It's one of those things where it's like if any if anybody listening listening to this is thinking about getting into this industry in some way, whatever you want to do, a podcast or YouTube or whatever, if you want to relate it to the things Mike and I talk about that we do in our lives, we what what I learned, which is which I which is what I think you were saying, you learned was that you you did it a certain way at first uh-huh. and it felt right but all along we sh- we should have just been doing it for ourselves yeah but we learned it we learned that yeah
0: like uh yeah and i don't know that i would have learned that lesson as clearly if i didn't try the other things as well exactly you know so it's like i don't regret anything maybe uh a couple of lunches, but uh, I do. Yeah, whatever. But it's all a very positive thing. We just sound tired because yeah, we're, we're just in the middle tired.
1: Of it. We're tired. And honestly, like I'm eating my lunch right now because I don't have time to eat again after this. Like yeah. I don't have time, literally, to for have the rest lunch. of
0: his life. Steve will never. <laughs> eat. So, uh, what did you get for I your just, last? Meal?
1: I just signed a contract <laughs> that said Steve Zaragoza can no longer eat lunch in
0: order to make stuff with the Valley folk. <laughs> you have to you promise.
1: Have to. Listen, we're all making sacrifices
0: here. <laughs> Elliot's doing a lot of paperwork, Lee is, you know, uh being on camera for the first time in a while, and also uh, Joe is time. taking time away from his family and Steve's never eating lunch again.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> a good trade-off.
0: Can't wait to see what happens.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think oh we God. can I think we can all agree those are all in the same tier of importance. Mhm family food yeah man fun. no one
0: is uh no one's gonna work harder for you than you that's the right. last that's the one of the best lessons I've ever learned I think
1: so can I can I switch gears a little bit oh I'd love it I got in trouble okay are you in trouble right now I recently got in trouble <laughs> but not in real trouble I I like opened up Pandora's snatch <laughs> I opened it up I don't know if you saw this tweet that I made the other day, Mike. Are you in internet trouble? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I'm really in internet trouble. I think I just, like, I think I I think I hit a nerve.
0: With. <laughs> <laughs> With my equilibrium. Or... <laughs>
1: <laughs> the other day I posted on Twitter that it was a very controversial subject that caused a lot of uproar. Uh-huh. I said that cauliflower is better than broccoli.
0: Oh Jesus Christ, Steve! Why do you get yourself into these things? Do you ever want to work again?
1: <laughs> what if, what if, like, I didn't know and I actually said something awful? Like, I really, like, jobs in the future will be like, oh shit! Are you the guy that said, oh, are you, cauliflower is better? Than are broccoli? you a, uh,
0: are you cauliflower guy? <laughs> You use the C word? The c
1: word? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. It's just my, the c <laughs> Dude, I just, I, I'm, and I'm learning this the older I get. Yeah. Cauliflower is just more versatile. You could put barbecue or
0: so, uh, buffalo sauce on it. But
1: buffalo sauce on it? It tastes like a buffalo's wing. No, it doesn't.
0: You know it doesn't. Everyone knows it doesn't. But it's that shape and that color. And, <laughs> and that's, that's all what your brain do. needs. Yeah. Go ask the people at public school if that tastes like a buffalo wing. Because <laughs> they'll lie right to your face and tell you it
1: does. Dude, I just. There's something about the crisp of a cauliflower when you crisp it. <laughs> like in the oven or when in you your pan. You crisp it, Glover. When you crisp it, Glover t- <laughs> <The
0: tea. laughs> Donald Glover. Donald t- Glover.
1: I just like a crispy, a crispy cauliflower.
0: Okay, great.
1: I am. and I got busted. Everyone yelled at me about it. I got a lot of people on my side, but a well, lot of people were like, "What the fuck?"
0: It's because you put it at odds with another thing. Why can't you just tweet, "Man, cauliflower is great"?
1: Because it would. Why it, did it make, have to you know be? Why? Fuck you, broccoli. You know why? Because I think it would have had the same result, and, and eventually it would no. also get to Trump. Because <laughs> that's just how the internet works. <laughs> How can I somehow be racist in this cauliflower (laughs) argument? Um, I mean, the thing is, is because cauliflower and broccoli are very similar, Mike. Why? Because they look the same, racist? (laughs) They're stalks.
0: They've got heads. One's a white version of the other one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just like it. I'm I'm more of a cauliflower boy. Maybe maybe it's just because I ate a lot of broccoli as a kid. Yeah. Everybody has different experiences. Yeah. I mean, look. I'm just saying, to me, I'm not saying, like, no for the whole world, cauliflower is better than broccoli. But that's not what you did. That's not
0: what you did on a platform to a hundred and whatever thousand people. And you know, let's be fair.
1: Look, it's my Twitter account. Am I the ruler of the world? But
0: don't say that you did it for you when you didn't. You know what I mean?
1: I'm just putting it out there saying... I prefer cauliflower That's over not what
0: you said. That's totally what That's I said. That's not what you said. All it says- You said cauliflower and then- leave, Greater Greater than. than yeah, greater than. Broccoli. Yeah. Which is like going outside and spray painting on a billboard that 150,000 people are going to see this- is this? Well, the difference did, nowhere does it say I, Steve Zaragoza. Of course, it does. Hold my leal opinion
1: before that. <laughs> before that tweet, right before you read that, it says at Steve Zaragoza. Yeah, but you know that's how my, these things work. That's my Twitter account, and and so correct, that's like spray painting that in your font. Correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but most things that I say on Twitter are my opinion. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> right? absolutely, right. But. I think that's where that ends.
0: I'm going visually, people see that and is like, this is a statement. I think it could have softened it a little bit if you were if you were like, I think. Also it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, it totally doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) And I didn't say I hated broccoli, I just said cauliflower is better.
0: Yeah, but you do these things a lot on Twitter. Remember when I feel really strongly about it. Remember when you railed against shrimp
1: for a year? (laughs) <laughs> i hate those ocean bugs like why the fuck why,
0: what is why, what's happening right before you're on your couch and your phone's resting on your chest and stomach and you're like i gotta With say something. crumbs all <laughs> yeah, around it i gotta say something to these people and it has to be about shrimp and what i think about shrimp
1: i mean i think twitter is a is a stage it sure is and the uh, 140 words or more is your microphone.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you try out your shit. You, you get up on that stage and you just test out your material. To
0: thousands.
1: Yeah. Sometimes um, hundreds of thousands. Do
0: people still have 140 characters?
1: No, I think, I think everyone has 7,000. Everyone 7, has thousand a book now. now. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone, on your book
0: that you're going to write. Turns this out here. today
1: everyone's on the New York Times bestselling <laughs> novel list.
0: It's not just YouTubers anymore.
1: Um, all right, let's just get this out of the way. (laughs) Executive decision! Hear ye, hear ye, by order of the court of dynamic banter, Mike Falzone and I have decided... That Clover Fields will no longer be its own podcast. We don't have time. If you want us to be in the
0: hospital, complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dog just died. <laughs> Holy shit.
1: Shockwaves across America. Is <laughs> five, someone went, five games to kill dogs. Someone went nuts on a slide whistle <laughs> to kill all dogs. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Um,
1: what if that was the way to kill the aliens in Mars attacks? That?
0: <laughs> we got to keep you around. Yeah. You can have my earthquake survival kit if you promise <laughs> to funny. do that.
1: I'll just make sure to include a slide whistle in everyone's earthquake Please, prevention kit.
0: Slide it in there. Um, so we're not going to do the Clover Cloverfields podcast as a podcast. There's too much stuff with it getting switched over from Spreaker to the uh, Art19 place, and it's very confusing. And also, we don't have all of the episodes, so we, um, I think I'm going to- Yeah,
1: let's get that out of the way really quick.
0: Yeah. There let's... are a certain- How do you want to deal with this? The nice way or the truthful way? <laughs> well, I'll tell the truth. All right, agree. I I promise not to make fun of you for it. This is the only time.
1: The way Mike and I used to deliver Cloverfields, this is going to get really inside baseball, but...
0: Well, hopefully it's short.
1: (laughs) I'll try to to condense. The way Mike and I would deliver Cloverfields episodes was we'd record it over here at my place, then I would edit the file, Uh send it to Mike, Mm. and then Mike would put it up on Spreaker. I'd put a lot of metadata on it via iTunes, the iTunes app. So... Sometimes Mike would be busy mm-hmm. and I would have to upload the episode mm-hmm. and it turns out those episodes are completely gone they're a missing <laughs> they're a little bit never going to hear <laughs> them again <laughs> The thing about those
0: episodes is they have a
1: hint of gone forever. Just imagine it's one of those shows you remember seeing as a kid and you'll never find it again.
0: <laughs> it's the eighth episode of Salute Your Shorts all over. But
1: again. but the good news is, is we've we've narrowed it down to five episodes. Yeah, it's only a couple. So there's like five episodes that you'll just never hear again. And Ever. the rest Mike has. Yeah. Because I sent them to him and so he and he kept them, thank fuck. Mm-hmm. Um I purge my computer all the time. And I figured fuck, this shit's on the speaker server. Yeah. Why would we ever need to Can't keep them? Can't trust the internet, man. I have. Well, I learned some lessons. Can I tell you something? Yes.
0: Those putting things on drives once in a while, going to Best Buy, spending a couple bucks, and what do you just think this is right here. There you go. There's a new. Oh, I'm doing there's it. There's a new. There's a new situation. Yeah, you it, is. This it totally so is.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I have so I just... many
0: drive, dude. I have every YouTube video I have ever made. Wow. and a lot of the raw footage for most of them which that's the stupid part but every finished product i have on a drive somewhere regardless of if those things even still
1: work with that's what i'm saying technology. like i don't know i mean you're not wrong to do that i think it's smart to do that to me i just don't care enough about a lot of my shit and also my wave files those files they're fucking huge yeah you have to buy like a fucking 12 terabyte hard drive to keep like seven episodes of Cloverfield so. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um you just never know, you know? You never well,
1: know. You're the, you're smarter in that situation and unfortunately there's five episodes that are gone. Um <laughs> Those they were the best ones. We don't know.
0: <laughs> they could have been. I wonder which is the one with good. a with the church lady in it cuz oh, that man. was Cloverfield. Yeah. But I mean we have that video. We have that We one. do, yeah.
1: So anyway, moving forward Cloverfield has now blended into dynamic banter.
0: So it'll be like a segment. It'll on be this a segment. Show. Yeah. So if regardless if, of if you want to hear it or not, especially right. if you're in a fancy car or <laughs> if you turn off EDM music. Or if you voted
1: to... for Trump? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think uh so yeah, right now it's time to talk about Cloverfield and boy oh boy goddamn howdy. Uh there's a lot of news. Um How are we gonna
0: Shit, man. If I just say the Tagruato site has been hacked and there's an image, how, what's the percentage of this podcast that's like, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good question. Because I
0: think it's a massive. So we should do a quick uh, Cloverfield's, Cloverfield is a movie. I wonder if we need a to A series. Do uh, a lot of you probably came over to dynamic banter because we did this Cloverfields podcast and it was just a podcast dedicated to the movie Cloverfield. Um, it started in, I want to say 2006 ish, seven ish Cloverfield. Yeah. The ARG and stuff. Yeah. The original. Cause I just want to talk about why we talk. That sounds
1: about, about it. right. Oh, seven, maybe oh let
0: Let's just say the original movie.
1: What is that? What is that?
0: What is that? Oh, is that your, oh, whoa, whoa. That was your stomach? It sounded like somebody threw
1: a book. I think it was because at the same time someone was walking. Somebody threw a book at the same time. Someone threw a book when I farted. Um...
0: (laughs) Now I'm trying to place the feelings that I had a second ago, and I'm
1: trying to insert you farting
0: into my memory.
1: Here's something to just kind of sum this up. Uh Uh-huh. This podcast that you're listening to right now, yes, is a spin-off of Cloverfields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dynamic banter came out of Cloverfields. Yes, and Cloverfields is a podcast Mike and I started. It's the first thing we ever did together. The first thing we ever bonded over. We was ever our bonded love for over. this movie that came out in 2006 ish. Right, and as it happened, another Cloverfield movie was coming out, and then we learned that they were turning it into an anthology series. Um, after the fact. (laughs) (laughs) And so we decided, let's just keep this thing going into perpetuity and talk about Cloverfield forever, because they're going to make Cloverfield movies forever, conceivably. Uh, they could, yeah. So 10 Cloverfield Lane came out, and, and, well, actually, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Just super fast, Cloverfield had an alternate reality game, which, for those of you that are like, what the fuck? It's basically like an in-universe from the movie yeah. game that is spilled out into our real world. So you know how you're always on Instagram, you
0: kids, are always on Instagram and Snapchat playing and Playing Nintendo and, playing and Donkey Nintendo
1: Kong. Nintendo
0: doing cartwheels in the sun. Razor scoot. You know how you guys are always doing that? We used to be on the site called MySpace all the time. So all of a sudden, we hear that this movie is coming out, And it's crazy. It has some cryptic trailer that was basically just like five seconds of the Statue of Liberty's head getting thrown down a street
1: in New York. And And all you can think of is like how the fuck, what could throw the Statue of Liberty's head? What the fuck is this? And
0: that was the whole thing. For a long time, it looked like found footage. It was awesome. It's the original Cloverfield movie. Right. So that's all they released. And then they released like these, it was this website that it was like 12, 12, uh, it was some date. 108. Or twelve oh two oh
1: eight or yeah, something like that. or something. Fuck! How do we forget? Jesus! Because
0: it that's is two thousand eight. Yeah. So it came out one eighteen oh eight. One eighteen oh eight. Boom. Good shit. Uh, they released a website that was basically, uh, it was just like pictures, mm-hmm. and you could flip over like the photographs, and you can read these different clues, and that led to all these different websites and all these different like. Fake MySpace pages. It yeah, for the of, characters
1: in the movie, all had MySpace yeah, pages, yeah. and so it was just leaking. It was that movie universe leaking into our world. Yeah, and if in the form of a like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Accurate. Did so, you decide that you were chewing too much? Yep. <laughs> and uh, you know, I had a these great are good point, mics. but I was chewing too much. Um, so, uh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say. So, Mike and I bonded over that game, yeah, and we didn't know each other at the time, no. But we were both very interested in this game because it's really cool. It's like, what is this monster? Yeah. Is it a monster? Is it a is it Godzilla? Is it Voltron? Is it like we had all these? We just nerded out about it, and a huge community of people got together, smarter people than we are, very smart, and started to decipher clues. And you found out that there's this fictional company called Tagaruato that was drilling into the ocean and they potentially disrupted something and they found this ingredient in the ocean and started making this delicious drink that was highly addictive and then something fell. There was a
0: website for the drink. It was like very Japanese. Right. It's
1: just like this super nerdy game and it was fun. And so then 10 Cloverfield Lane came out. And they did the same thing. They did around a game. Around the same
0: time where we bonded over our love for the original Cloverfield, we heard, I think we were both that source vet at the time, yeah. and we heard that there was a new potential Cloverfield movie right. coming out. So we flipped out. We're like, how could we make around, what could we make around this thing? And it was this Cloverfields podcast. Right. Because so we would Because did, uh, they relaunched like the ARG game. They were right. doing weird stuff online again. We wanted to come together and talk about it with this community of people who were very excited about the same thing.
1: Right. So Cloverfield was, as you know, if you have or have not seen it, uh, was a monster movie, a found footage monster movie. And it's all about these kids trying to survive this monster attack. And so that's a self-contained movie. Then all of a sudden we hear Cloverfield 2 is coming out. Mm -hmm. And we're like, is this a sequel? Is this... What is this? And it just... It just came out of nowhere. We just got a trailer, and it had Mary Elizabeth Winstead and John Goodman, and we were just like, what the hell is this? So There was a bucket. There was a bucket. We didn't know what was in it, <laughs> and we wouldn't dare try to think of what could be in it. Who are we? But, but then the movie started to spit out an ARG, and then we found the movie was called 10 Cloverfield Lane, mm-hmm. and we were like, holy shit, Cloverfield is called Cloverfield, what's the connection? And everyone at Paramount was being really vague about it, and JJ was being very vague about it, saying that like maybe they share the same universe, maybe they're just maybe it's just an anthology series that shares the name. And so we were just kind of like Maybe they accidentally used the name. Maybe someone used my name. <laughs> uh, but but then we found out through the ARG of that movie that the Tagruado Corporation was also behind some of the incidents in the film of 10 Cloverfield Lane. So there was a connection we
0: hoped and prayed to the first movie and an ARG to follow behind it. So we We've, did this podcast yeah. mm-hmm. and we talked about it and we had a lot of laughs, a lot of gags. A lot
1: of gags. Um we had it we had a screening of 10 Cloverfield Lane. We had Lane. a
0: screening through the Paramount, through people, Paramount, yeah, uh, and we interviewed with the director Dan Trachtenberg, Dan Trachtenberg, <laughs> who was a big fan who, of the podcast. Yeah, he listened to it. He
1: said him and the editor of the movie would listen to it in the editing room, yeah, and laugh about all of our jokes, which is so
0: awesome. And that's how they took a little clip of us talking about um, chickens and put it into a, the movie. <laughs> What if they really did that? So uh, Maybe we don't know yet, and they did. So the movie came out, and then there was understandably nothing about Cloverfield for a long time.
1: Except, well, we can't gloss over the fact that the movie came out, Uh and within the movie, there were all sorts of things that clued to the ARG before the movie came out. Like Slusho is the drink from Cloverfield. There's a slusho logo in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. There's a letter in an attic in 10 Cloverfield Lane that says Tagorado Corporation. Yeah. So it's like kind of like a fun game that you play before the movie comes out, and then when you watch the movie, unbeknownst to people who had no idea about the ARG, you get this special little treat yeah, for following along with the game. And you're like, oh shit, there it is. Oh fuck, that's how it connects. So we still don't really know how it connects to the other Cloverfield movie, right? but conceivably... This third film uh-huh. could connect them. <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't think for a second. Somebody's breaking bricks. <laughs> the Hulk was just breaking bricks about a mile away. Super Mario came and did a little housework. Um but yeah, so we so another Cloverfield movie's coming out. We already we already knew a third one was coming, but for the longest time we had no idea what it was called, what it was gonna be. Anything like that. And so we kept getting these little teases and it was supposed to come out in February. The it was supposed the to come slush out in show October. Truck showed
0: up at uh, Comic Con. Comic Con. We got drinks from the Slusho truck. Pray for us.
1: Way too many drinks. And um, and so now here we are. Uh, and we have a release date for the movie, which is April twenty-third, I believe. <laughs> and um, so now we're just kind of waiting for an ARG to kick in and it's it just, happening. It's happening. So a new ARG for the new Cloverfield movie is happening right now.
0: And so because we haven't done a Cloverfields episode in so long, there was this little handover that uh, all of the Headgun podcasts got moved from the Spreaker uh, host to the Art19 mm-hmm. host. And in that move, we lost all the Cloverfield stuff. And uh, the ability to subscribe to and listen to and enjoy that, right? So, uh, so that's why we're going to upload all these, uh, all the ones that we have. I think I'm going to upload them to my YouTube channel. It's all going to be one video, and there'll be markers so you could like go listen to that if you want. I think that's the smartest way to do it right now. Um, so we don't have to like point you guys somewhere else and have you be in a million different places. And, and then also, we'll do a segment that's usually way shorter on, the, <laughs> on this <laughs> one on this show.
1: So that'll satisfy people that want to hear updates on Cloverfield through us. We're still fans of Cloverfield. We still want to talk about it. And people who want to listen to the old episodes can catch them on Mike's YouTube channel. What if we
0: explained why we're talking about it as a bit before every time (laughs) we do (laughs) an update?
1: (laughs) I think people would stop listening to us. (laughs) So just so you know why we're doing this. In two thousand eight. <laughs> so, um. Oh, and really quick for those listening, don't be bashful. If you if you were a dirty criminal and you somehow downloaded Cloverfield episodes or Cloverfields. because it was available to download for free.
0: Well, well, it has a little box, little drop down menu. It says, "If you're a dirty criminal, check it here.
1: Is that on? Is that on Spreaker? Oh shit! Okay, well then, if you downloaded like every episode of Cloverfields or like random ones, please contact us and maybe we can um, figure out how to get those episodes to everybody else because that would be great. And you can contact us on uh, dynamicbanter at gmail.com. So anyway. Call Steve on his landline. Onward to the update on the uh, new Cloverfield movie ARG. So there is a... The jp website was updated and um, That's that
0: weird drilling company,
1: right? Japanese drilling company. So, and this tagroauto.jp website has been around since the original Cloverfield. So, um, people were just kind of like checking it randomly, and it just turns out turns out that there is an update there. Um, the The website didn't appear to do anything at first, but there was an error message that, when you uh, deciphered it, it gave you a little bit of information. Uh, It gave you, like, a memo, and it actually said... It talks about an energy revolution. It mentions the companies Oslo One and Norway Renewable. It also mentions something being added at record pace by Apollo Hydroelectric. So there's, like, a bunch of new things to search for on the internet and a bunch of, like, really cool uh, potential... Uh, leads into the game uh, and also the message someone on Reddit transcribed the message the full message from the Tagorado website and this is what it is. Tokyo January 18th, 2018 which by the way January 18th January 18th like one eighteen two thousand eight. 2008 January 18th, 2008 was the release date of the original Cloverfield movie so this was the 10 year anniversary of the movie Cloverfield on January 18th which so that's when this all uh, was released on the Tagorado website. But it says, tagurado has been uh, begun development on a revolutionary new energy technology and what CEO Gano Yoshida called a technological great leap forward for our planet. This renewable technology will take at least four years to complete, along with another six years' international regulatory bodies to bring the powerful revolutionary energy source by April 18th, 2028. So, once you went to... Um, April 18th, 2028, 04182028.com, you were led to a website that has a bunch of flashing images and it's glitchy and this is the audio of that. It's scary, I don't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's scary and I don't like it. So in, in between all the weird gibberish, it looks like you can make out something that says warn you about the dangers of. And um, so we have no idea what any of that is. But it started, we've got our eyes on it. There's a lot of great people on the cloververse r slash cloververse on reddit that are trying to decipher stuff and of course there's a discord for people who want to talk cloverfield there as well um but that's basically where we're at we found a new site or we well we went to the old site and led to new things and um there's also uh, also another piece of there's actually two more really quick pieces of information about cloverfield is the title of the movie might have been leaked when? Did you hear about this, Mike? No. Did you hear M- about this? On Monday. <laughs> Mike, did you hear about this? <laughs> um Within the uh marketing the viral the the ARG stuff, people were deciphering things. And the rumor of the title came about after a Redditor discovered that an FX lighting artist named Ray Zhu on LinkedIn has listed Cloverfield station among his credits. Oh no, a PA blew it? No, an art, a visual effects guy. Visual effects guy blew yeah. it, couldn't hold his load. Now, Slashfilm is saying this could all be chalked up to one of the many uns- unsubstantiated rumors flying around Reddit, but since then, a Facebook and Instagram, Instagram, Facebook and Instagram account have been discovered for the title, as well as domains for CloverfieldStation.com and CloverfieldStationMovie.com. Interesting. Um, so take all this with a grain of salt. We don't know if this is official, but the title might very well be Cloverfield Station, which is pretty cool. Which is
0: um, actually a spinoff of Shining Times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where Ringo Starr and George Carlin hung out. Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, was that the same show? Yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine com- came from Shining Times. Yeah. Station? I would just call that show Thomas the Tank Engine.
1: Yeah. I know, it's weird. I think it was originally called Shining Time Station and then Uh, branched off into Thomas the Tank. It it was originally called Scary British Vehicles with faces. With faces faces that you never actually (laughs) see change. They change within the cuts when you look away and blink. <laughs> um, when are we going to get to the ARG for Thomas the Tank Engine for Shining know, Time Station? I, we've been asking. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's that's basically the biggest, biggest, biggest piece of information. And now an even bigger piece of information, just now, which as, was as we were reporting posted on Wednesday of this week. Uh, apparently, at Sundance, at the Sundance Film Festival, there were rumblings of people talking about the new cloverfield movie mm-hmm. and someone named jeff snyder who let's see if we are no jeff snyder went up to everybody at the festival and was like well have <laughs> you heard this podcast
0: because i'm sure you can find it somewhere
1: um tracking board editor jeff snyder reported on twitter that he uh heard some rumblings about the new cloverfield movie at sundance and this is what the tweet says does
0: it say rumblings on the, on the article no
1: <laughs> I added rumblings. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Jeff Snyder said, overheard on the ground at Sundance, new Cloverfield movie may be heading to Netflix. No confirmation yet, and I'm heading into a movie, just passing along since the delays have been suspicious. So... Basically what might be happening is is I mean and the Cloverfield movies have always found a way to like kind of surprise us. Yeah. And kind of like come out of nowhere with a trailer or with like some kind of thing that all of a sudden the movie's coming out next week. Like even the first trailer, nobody knew anything about Cloverfield. No. And if you went to go see the first Transformers movie, you saw the Cloverfield trailer and you were like, What the fuck is that? It didn't even have a title. No. It just had one eighteen oh eight on it and the Statue of Liberty head. So this is kind of in line with their kind of like surprising marketing strategies and their surprise, their little surprises they like to do with the Cloverfield franchise. So it is possible that Cloverfield Station could premiere on Netflix. Shit. Yeah. And that's really, really cool. What if Cloverfield is just an episode of Black Mirror?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was like, raw, right, it's a big monster in it. Uh...
1: <laughs> It would have a really bleak ending. I, I guess I'd be really sad about that.
0: Turns out the Cloverfield monster cheated on my wife with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: an episode of Black Mirror. Um, anyway, so <laughs> that's where we're at. So we're all caught up on uh, Cloverfield news, and so I think it's really exciting. So there you go. For those of you so that we were can finally for that put information.
0: both podcasts to rest and,
1: and we can say finally, goodbye once and for all. We can finally quit. <laughs> Um, Mike, before we move on and talk about whatever the fuck we are gonna start talking about, <laughs> I'm gonna talk a little bit about one of our sponsors for today's episode. Uh, of course, Michael, I'm referring to Blue Apron. Apron. Here's some facts for you. Blue Apron is just the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S., and while many people know what we do, many don't know about the types of meals you eat when you cook with Blue Apron. You're not just having burgers or a bowl of peas. You're making short rib burgers with hoppy cheddar sauce on a pretzel bun. Blue Apron's delicious. We've talked about this. We love eating their meals. We love preparing their meals. They're so easy to prepare. They keep your family. Blue Apron is the glue that keeps your family together. And guys, here's something that you might want to listen to. For eight weeks, and this is ending on February 26th, Blue Apron is teaming up with Whole30 to bring you delicious recipes. Their menu will feature two Whole30-approved recipes each week, like seared steaks and creamy cakes. Just kidding. No, it's seared (laughs) steaks and warm (laughs) lemon salsa verde with roasted broccoli and sweet potato, and chicken and kale orange salad with spicy tahini dressing. Kickstart your new year with Blue Apron and Whole 30. Guys, Whole 30, I'm hearing a lot of good stuff about this. And uh, it's definitely something to look into. And that's cool that Blue Apron has decided to uh, hop on the Whole 30 train. I like that. Um, also, guys, you know, of course, about Blue Apron's convenience and variety. They deliver fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door. It can be cooked under 45 minutes. That's just before Mama gets home. Surprise her with a delicious meal. Welcome home, Mama. That was 45, Mama. Look at this meal I made. Blue Apron also offers 12 new recipes each week, and customers can pick two, three, or hmm, four recipes based on what best fits your schedule. And the quality is fantastic. Blue Apron uh, sends only non-GMO ingredients and meat we're going to end song? I like the
0: with no song? With no added better. hormones, guys.
1: <laughs> so, Mike, you've cooked meals. I've cooked meals so with man. Blue Apron. Easy, delicious, fun. Everybody part, loves they it. They walk you through it. Everyone's real impressed with the finished results. Everyone, impress your friends. So guys, Blue Apron is treating Dynamic Banter listeners to $30 off your first order if you visit BlueApron.com slash banter. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off with free shipping at BlueApron.com slash banter. Blue Apron.
0: Better, way, Better to way,
1: cook. way to cook. Hold on a second, let me put on my jean jacket for this next sponsor. Do you that baseline? <laughs> You can keep going. I'm still putting on my jacket. <laughs> it's such a big jacket. Yeah, That's it is a big line. jacket. Thank
0: could, you. Could we start the song over? Imagine right before you hear this, the bass player turns on his amp and goes, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> 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 you start <straight> over. <laughs> the most <laughs> stereotypical bass player turns around and goes.
1: Does he start it first or he says fuck yeah and then it starts?
0: He turns on little flip the switch.
1: Okay. Right?
0: <laughs> fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> one two, one two, one
0: two, one two It's one two, I hope you like
1: it. Guys, this <laughs> jean jacket is incredibly warm, so I'm gonna try to get through this quick. Speaking of quick, quip! Q-U-I-P is a wonderful company that Mike and I uh, fully endorse. I love brushing my teeth eight times a day yeah. with Quip. I've gotten weird with my teeth habits now. <laughs> I'm starting to scare my friends. It's uh, such
0: a good toothbrush. Best, hands down, no jokes. <laughs> Funny sound. Best <laughs> toothbrush I've ever had in my entire it life. It
1: really is the Apple product of the toothbrush world.
0: I don't even want to want to group Apple in with this, and I love Apple.
1: But what we know about Apple is that their design is incredible. Their design is unique, to say the least, and that's really what I'm, what we're kind of complimenting here yep, with the right. Quip toothbrush, right. is the Space Age design, the really cool futuristic Black Mirror esque toothbrush. That you could find on probably any futuristic sink in a future movie. It's in every future movie. It should be if it isn't, and it comes. Uh, it's it's also a monthly subscription toothbrush, which is really cool. Um, well, actually, well
0: no, the heads. Yes, the
1: heads are. Sorry, my bad. Dude, um, you got this amazing,
0: vibrating, pulsing, uh, sleek, heavy. Has a good weight to it. Handle. And you can replace the heads. They'll send you new heads and, I think, new toothpaste monthly if you want. Mm-hmm. Two, three, three! I was about to yell it, but I don't think you can swear during the ad.
1: Um, Quip also has a mount that suctions right to your mirror, and it looks really cool. It looks like you've got a future product. So people will come over and be like, what is that? That's so cool. And it comes in this super portable little space age tube from space that you can put in your backpack so easy to travel with and they give you a travel size toothpaste as well to keep with you so you don't have to carry a big old tube um and because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean quip subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist recommended schedule delivering new brush heads every three months so it's not a month Oh, nice it's not an every month thing it's every three months well i'll
0: clear space for the make good
1: And it's $5 for every three months. So that's really cool. And that includes free shipping worldwide. So if you're like, oh, they're not going to ship to Canada, they won't ship to the UK. Guess what? They will. And Quip is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists, hygienists, and dental students. (laughs) And I'll tell you this, guys. Most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year, but Quip did. Oh. Yeah. So special. It's the most special
0: toothbrush there is.
1: Drop. So guys, Quip starts at $25 And if you go to getquip.com slash banter right now You'll get your first refill pack free With a Quip electric toothbrush That's your first refill pack free At getquip.com slash banter That's spelled getqui dot slash banter Guys, get your Quip out <sighs> Mike, I like to dad watch. What's that? It's when you find a dad, you watch, and you day. watch them for like the family. Make sure it doesn't go
0: off. No, I just like watching dads. Like when the family has to go, has other plans. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> like I babysit dads.
0: Yeah, your dad said,
1: "I'll come hang out with your dad <laughs> if you want to go
0: have a good night, dude." I would hire you for that. Um, you and my dad if i if i needed an hour away from my dad
1: <laughs> i just i i i was watch i went to go see the phantom thread or phantom thread the new star wars movie the new uh <laughs> the new pt anderson movie and um before the movie started i started to tweet about dads and oh, how there no. was so there many there goes again there were so many dads in the theater uh huh and then I started to say, like, there's business dads, <laughs> and casual dads, high socks dad. Angry dad. <laughs> Frustrated dad. Yeah. And then I started it was turned into jokes, but then eventually I was like, there's the dads that are shining the flashlight in your face, trying to find their seat. Yeah. Yeah. And their seat number. That's a very dad thing. It's such a dad thing. And then after I tweeted that and showed Owen and Bree because they came to watch it with me, we were like kinda laughing about it. Then the movie was starting, so I turned off my phone. Ooh, a goblin. Was that me or you? No, it was me, a little trote boy. You know, what? I had the
0: feeling while it came Did out. Did you of really? Whoa. So I was like, oh, can I
1: throw my trote? Uh oh, they're working together now. Oh, no. They're in cahoots. They're in cahoots. Um, so well, the movie, the trailers were about to start. And so, literally, on every side of the aisles, there were at least four dads, four different dads, <laughs> all with their fucking cell phone flashlight <laughs> on pointing it at people and looking on the fucking ground for their number and their seat yeah. number. And you shit. can't even
0: see the screen by this point. It's so bright in there,
1: dude. I got to be honest with you, man. There's nothing I hate more than someone turning on their fucking flashlight in, in the movie, movie theater there. looking it's, for
0: their seat. Dude, the iPhone light. It's a jarring
1: light. It's just very bright. And I appreciate yeah. that because it's an all purpose light. I've used it a lot. Yeah. to find my gun to find my toothbrush. <laughs> In the dark, you know, you can't... Helps you find everything you need. <laughs> I found a new job with mine. <laughs> I found a good attitude with mine. It turns out it was here I, in my hey, house the whole time.
0: I found myself in a sticky situation with mine. My-
1: <laughs> I found love. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, but I... Uh, Dude, I hate it, man. Especially because most. And now I'm just going to fucking say this. (laughs) Most new theaters, Uh most theaters that are currently in operation (laughs) that require a ticketing reserve seating system, motherfucking have an illuminated number on the fucking aisle. All right. Throughout the entire film, it's a tiny. I mean it's not that tiny, but it's like a it's a very dim light okay but in the dark Lar- small uh, large enough for a dad to see large enough for eyes. any kind of dad large enough for an angry dad to see and they're illuminated. they're in the fucking corner of the aisle dad Mom Grandma whoever the fuck? Dude, there's a fucking number. It's lit. <laughs> AF. I swear to God, I swear to God there's an illuminated number. I want to play I that sound clip. I swear to God. <laughs> I want
0: to play the sound clip for you being like, I'm not an angry guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a button.
1: It just upsets me. It I get upsets It upsets me. I get it. Because it's uh, so easy. Because all it is, again, we were talking about this when we were just walking back. From getting ourselves some food, all you have to do is follow the fucking rules. Just follow the rules. Man. Just follow
0: the fucking rules. Hey, are you in the Sex Pistols? No, that band break up. <laughs> that band make a long-lasting impression. No, follow the rules.
1: Were you in a band called the Crank? Uh, the Clash. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? No. Then follow the fucking rules. Were you
0: in polyphonic spree and went to your producer's house realistically and said, "There is every member of this band is valuable? No?
1: Follow the rules. Every 135 soul in this band is worth my time. Oh, God. We're going to need that bigger bus. (laughs) We're going to need eight... Buses. Where are we supposed to keep our robes?
0: <laughs> Follow the rules.
1: That's 83 robes. <laughs> There's extra ones in case we get a little spill. <laughs> Where else are we supposed to put our robes? Oh,
0: uh, You know that Jerry's robe got caught up in, uh, in dry cleaning.
1: Yeah, we need an extra robe. And those robes, you can't just shove them into a dryer.
0: You think Jerry could just wear white denim and a shirt? Those robes got to be hung up.
1: And that's the last time I'm going to say it. There's one bus just it's just robes. Just, you, you look down the hall and it's just one of those long racks. <laughs> just robes. A just full, swaying.
0: A full bus. <laughs> gallons and gallons of diesel gas.
1: <laughs> and it's a full load.
0: We keep all the tambos and the robes that's in about, the bus.
1: I'm not going to lie to you. That's 35 pounds of robes. <laughs> bus. You try to lift that. You try to lift 35 pounds of robes.
0: <laughs> and they gotta like pay to store the bus at yeah, hotels. Of course. And stuff. <laughs> Where's the robe bus? How much money does the robe bus cost? The
1: RB. The Where's the RB? <laughs> Is it near the RB?
0: We said no hooking up in the RB.
1: <laughs> we said that. That's for our robes. And you goddamn better be right. I'm gonna shine a black light on those robes. <laughs> Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting close to this row.
0: You know, you know what the rules are: no hooking up unless you're hanging up a rope.
1: <laughs> Dude, the thing is, is this bit? <laughs> no one knows.
0: No one <laughs> knows what the fuck we're talking about. Set le- legitimately. Let's say thirty thousand people listen to this episode. Seven people are losing their shit, <laughs> and everybody what, else what, what is like, are "When are they gonna about? stop talking about this Cloverfield <laughs> shit?"
1: I guess at the very least a bus full of robes is funny. That's funny. That's but funny. I love the Polyphonic Spree. Oh. I'm a huge fan.
0: Well, that makes you one of us. <laughs> do you not like Polyphonic Spree? I don't like Polyphonic Any Spree. Any of their songs? No,
1: they broke the rules. Too many members. They did break the break the rules. That's a lot of members. So follow the rules. I mean, have fun with your jam boys <laughs> and girls, all right? And I don't care how you do them. it. Get in a robe, have fun with your boys on stage and your girls put out a show. There
0: are members of that band that other members of that band are like, why the fuck are
1: they here? And there's members of that band that look at other members of that band and go, oh fuck, what was her name then? <laughs> <laughs> And they've been touring for like 10 years.
0: <laughs> hey, Cindy, Sally, do you want to go for lunch? We're all going for lunch.
1: <laughs> anyway, um... Wow, how did we get to Polyphonic Spree? Follow the rules. Follow the rules, man. God blind, damn it. Shine your flashlight. It's, so it's so easy. Just like, especially, and the easiest rules, Mike and I were just talking about, the easiest rules are the ones that are the most important.
0: I'll do, let's do a little litmus test. Okay. If you're home or in your car and you're not fancy car or listening to regular music, you could play along with this one at home. I love Brussels sprouts. What is, the, what is the one thing that separates the express checkout aisle from the regular checkout aisle in the grocery store? Give him, sec, give him a second. Time's up. Okay, all right. Hashtag time's up. It's a cart. If you have a cart, you're not allowed in the express aisle. Follow the rules.
1: Just follow, Just be respectful. Follow the rules, please. There's too many people, and we've talked about this before, that are in their own little bubbles. They're driving their cars. Yeah. They don't care about who's around them. Nope. They've got to get somewhere. They're the most important person in the world. Yeah. And it's just, man, you just got to take a second and think about other people. That's it.
0: Let's say the express aisle is 12 items or less. <laughs> Anyone with a cart at least
1: has 12 items. Listen, I know your mom and dad came into your room, maybe, and said, you're the most special thing on the planet. No one is more special than you. But that was a
0: long time ago.
1: And maybe it was true at the time. But guess what, baby? Not anymore. It's not. It's not. You still live with them? Or did you move
0: across the country to follow your dreams? (laughs)
1: Turns out you're just like all those other people who moved to follow their dreams. And those people are also humans that had a parent probably tell them they were special one day. And the thing is, is like, sure, we're all unique in our own little ways. But not enough for you to be disrespectful. (laughs) Not enough for you to be a piece of shit. Not enough for you to fucking shine your light in my face or in a fucking child's face at the movie theater. Because you can't find
0: (laughs) your fucking feet! And you know what I'll say about the majority of those people or the, no backtrack about the best types of those type of people. They're doing their best and they're following the rules. And if at any moment you catch yourself saying, I'm not doing my best,
1: you're out. And let me say this to you and I'm going to get real close because I want you to listen. Good. If you're in a public place and there's a lot of people there and you're in the flow of traffic and you're walking and in front of you there are people and behind you are definitely people, don't stop. Don't fucking stop in the middle of a walkway and look at your phone. Make sure you got your fucking coupon. Make sure you fucking got your phones on fucking vibrate. Whatever. Look down at the fucking piece of gum you see on the ground. Don't stop. Steve, Kind of just pull over, pull over, get out of the flow of traffic. It's just rules. They're just rules. The
0: funny thing about a walkway is that it's not a
1: stopway. All right. Well, guys, let's talk about a history road.
0: <clears throat> Steve, is this funny? Can I do one thing while you're looking up the history road? <laughs> yeah. I sent you something that I wrote that you didn't react to. Wait, really? And I want to ask you if it's funny or not.
1: Okay. When did you send it?
0: Uh, yesterday at one o five p.m.
1: Oh man, I was right in the
0: thick of it. It's written. It's written like this.
1: Oh yeah, I saw. It.
0: Can you read it? I read it. I read. It. Can you read it on the podcast? You tell me if it's funny.
1: Yes, but you know, there's a, there's something misspelled in here, right? And I want to call. There you usually
0: out for it. is, and that's why I sent it
1: to you. Okay, is that part of the joke? No. Okay, so I'm not gonna read the mistake. Don't read the mistake. Okay, okay,
0: because I'll fix the mistake before I make it for everybody.
1: <laughs> okay. Cut in Exterior Gotham City Night. It's a very stormy night in Gotham City. Rain falls hard on the city streets. A bolt of lightning illuminates a nearby clock tower. Within it, a striking yet familiar silhouette. It's Batman. His foot is caught on something. One of the clock's hand or some hands or something like that. He's all fucked up about it. <laughs> That's so good. Dude, it reminds me of the Batman animated things we used to do at SourceFed. Yeah, go watch those and pay someone else. <laughs> Give someone else some coins.
0: Which thing is misspelled?
1: Well, first of all, Stormy. It says story. Story.
0: It's a very story night. You ever been caught outside on a story night? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no, I doesn't no, this, this isn't for you. This is—we're gonna do that one next week.
0: <laughs> I'll take it. I'm taking it now,
1: guys. We got an email from Courtney Humphrey. <laughs> Courtney Humphrey. Courtney Humphrey. Stormy with an M. Big time bungle, she says. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: she says, "Boys, you bungled it. It being my relationship with my mother." Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Mike, I think we've—I think we've reached a new low. I think we've
0: finally done it.
1: What did we do? Every time my lovely mother, Wendy, Beautiful name. rides in my car, I play your dumb noise garbage (laughs) (laughs) podcast in an attempt to get her to understand my love for you guys. As a depressed girl, you two always lift me up when I'm down with your banter and antics. Anyway... Every damn time she listens to an episode, Steve screams in the microphone and says something to the tune of, I would let that bass line come on my back. Did you say that? I must have said it. I must have said it.
0: Oh no, oh no. Oh no, we bungled
1: it. This situation or something similar has occurred at least seven times. Despite Steve's loud and obnoxious outbursts Oh my god My mother has made it up in her mind That she hates Mike more (laughs) Even though he is normally Just sitting quietly giggling While Steve attempts to destroy our eardrums Every time she sees me Listening to the show She comments Ah the screaming cum boys And gives a slight grimace We made it (laughs) You have lost the respect of the most amazing mom slash woman in the world. And if that isn't a bungle, I don't know what is. Make good, boys. Make good. All right. Court- so, Courtney. So, Mike, do you want to... We got to get Wendy Should back. we take a moment and try to get Wendy back? We got to get Wendy back. Okay. I'm going to stop playing the bungle music then. So, Mike, go ahead. You can start. Uh, Wendy? Do you want me to play some nice music during this? I'd like you to, Please. Okay.
0: <laughs> please. You think Wendy Excuse me,
1: Micah. Music is coming up.
0: 45 minutes of royalty-free silence. Which is the name of our
1: next spinoff podcast. That's the tour. That's the tour. tour
0: royalty-free silence. <laughs> Hang
1: on a second. I'm sorry. Now I'm just... Now I'm really bungling There's
0: it. no way to get Wendy back at this point. Oh, man. I think we should let her go. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I got it. I got it. Ready? Okay. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. What is this? The Fugees? Ready or not?
1: <laughs> Here I come. Okay.
0: Wendy. Mm. Nice. Wendy. Uh It's Mike. It's the one that you hate the most. Um, I want to say first of all, beautiful name uh, It's the name of <laughs> my favorite burger place uh, Me and my mom used to get Wendy's on our way to the beach In my hometown of Stratford, Connecticut And uh, I have very fun memories of getting the kids meal at Wendy's Which then used to come under the uh, toys, sometimes the Jetsons uh, And a lot of times I would get sand in my burger and it was the worst So it's like, listen to me.
1: Okay, is that, okay. I'm not done. Okay.
0: Man, did I hate that sand in my teeth. I couldn't stand it, and for a while, I thought everything you ate at the beach had to have sand in it. It seemed to be part of the experience. I was afraid to go to Wendy's for a long time and didn't rediscover it
1: until I was in college. But then you ate cum at the beach, and then that the had sand in it. it. <laughs>
0: That's where that's where it had to go. Dude, imagine we start talking about this. It's just like, Mom, come here. Mom, you gotta come here. (laughs) They read my letter.
1: (laughs) I need a fucking aquarium. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wendy. That's my. That was my fault. I did that. I'm the one. Hi, Wendy. This is Steve. The one, you the one that you should hate more than Mike for sure because I'm the one that plays the loud sounds and is potentially the result of your daughter uh, losing her hearing at an early age. Hi, my name is Steve Zaragoza. I'm Mexican, so watch yourself. Uh, <laughs> Wendy Humphrey if that's your last name, that's your daughter's last name. I'm assuming she took your last name when she got married. <laughs> Wendy, I just want to say I'm sorry. I, I truly am sorry for saying inappropriate things. And, um, you know, it just I don't really think about who's listening to this podcast is really the truth of it all. And um, excuse me, let me restart this track. And really, it's, I mean, Courtney, your daughter, you know, she says here that she's a depressed girl and that we lift her up with our banter and antics. I I mean, look, what can I say, Wendy? Your daughter thinks we're funny. And, And sometimes when you make a cum joke, it's funny. And at the end of the day, it's like, you got to learn what cum is. You got to learn about it. You think your daughter's not making cum jokes? Your daughter's making cum jokes for sure. And I think if you want to get closer to your daughter, Wendy, you're going to have to start making cum (laughs) jokes too.
0: I think, I think this is my least favorite episode (laughs)
1: All right. Courtney, if you know what's good for you, I mean, you probably already let your mom hear this. You thought maybe this was going to be genuine. I thought it might have been genuine, but there was too easy of a moment to make several cum jokes. And honestly, I'm sorry. I am sorry. Wendy, you you can... Distribute your hate just to me. Ugh. Mike Falzone is an innocent man. He's he really is. I'm the foul one. That's a dirty boy. Uh, I'm a dirty boy. I need a bath. It's also I need funny. to get cleaned up, Wendy. I do appreciate the kind words, Steve.
0: But uh, I think if we're telling the whole story here, it's also important <laughs> that she realize that uh, that I don't care if she likes me. <laughs> It would be nice If you did God I'd love it But if you don't I gotta admit
1: Could probably do without you And Wendy I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna need a bath Because I'm a dirty boy Wendy And I'm not gonna lie to you I'm a dirty boy
0: My mom loves me My dad loves me I got a great wife
1: And I don't need you Wendy The thing is Wendy (laughs) At the end of the day Your listenership Is It doesn't It doesn't mean (laughs) jack We want your daughter, all right? <laughs> we want your daughter, Wendy. And I'll tell you what, we got her. We got your daughter. Just Wendy, we it. have your daughter. <laughs> We've got her. We got her ears, Wendy. She's listening to our podcast, Wendy. Come, 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 come,
0: come, come. <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough of that. All right, Mike. Definitely
0: don't let her listen to this podcast, (laughs) which is mostly. It's (laughs) too late because
1: Wendy definitely (laughs) was like, oh, shit. She's she read my they read my email
0: yeah
1: mom mom they're gonna they're reading my email oh and then we go like well let's talk to wendy you know she's staying she's still listening
0: (laughs) i can't she has her mouth wide open and her hands on her hips sorry
1: wendy we got your daughter oh my
0: sweet goodness oh
1: my god what an uncomfortable situation i don't like to be in that situation any more than you do mike why does she hate me so much i'm the dirty boy (laughs) (laughs) Mike, what do you got going on, man? You want to plug some stuff? Yeah, man, give me a
0: second to recover from whatever just happened. Uh, On the 31st, uh, me and Elliot Morgan, Sean Joshi, Eric Griffin from uh, Workaholics, and uh, I'm Dying Up Here on Showtime are all going to be at the Laugh Factory. Come to the Laugh Factory on Sunset. Uh, I'll be hosting that night. I think I have another show on the 27th. Um at the Open Space Cafe on Fairfax. Isn't that some kind of fundraiser for dogs?
1: Oh, that's cool. There's
0: dogs running out of money. And, uh...
1: What the fuck was that?
0: I have a show yesterday. What? No. You okay? There's a bunch of shows the improv coming up soon. Uh, oh, and next month, on February 21st, I believe... I've said it wrong several times recently. Me and Elliot Morgan are going to be at Laughs Boston. And mm. guess what?
1: It's his birthday.
0: It's his birthday show. It's a meeting great greet He's Valley Folks. He's one of the Valley folks. He's a Valley <laughs> fellow, fella. Um, very special announcement. First time ever. March 25th, I'm going to be in Portland, Oregon at Ooh. the Siren.
1: Is that your first time in Portland? No. I want to go. I've never been. Last time I was there,
0: it was amazing.
1: When when are you going to be there?
0: March 25th. What if, what if it's I a came Sunday?
1: Are you available? Yeah, what if I came cuz I want to I want to go to I've never been to Portland. Do you got come? Maybe I'll come and I'll go to your show. If you do
0: come, don't talk about it on the podcast.
1: <laughs> what? <not? laughs>
0: because everyone's mom will hate us. You know what's my barometer? I could care less if other people's moms hate us. If my mom hates us, oh, that's
1: bad news. Or if
0: your mom hates us, we're fucking up. Oh yeah. But if our moms think we're funny, then it's f- everything. Let me funny.
1: say something about it. Still, I thought I was. Because I'll tell you what, she's definitely listening. Uh-huh. She listens to the show. What is her reaction? What's her face look like, would you say? She's just, you know, she knows that I'm a weird boy, and she, she knows you. that I'm a comedy boy. <laughs> and she knows she knows that I'm not like I'm not she knows yeah. she knows me she yeah, knows yeah, me better yeah. than anybody else uh-huh. and I love her and she's got a big heart and she's a wonderful woman and she will she she doesn't she doesn't care about what I say <laughs> she really doesn't she knows Imagine, I'm an adult she starts to I care love now her. it does the love will never be less than it always is yeah
0: <laughs> let's let me talk to you about it the Dundies! How can I explain them? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, um, so is that it for
0: your plugs, baby? Yeah, I'm done. I got the morning show every Tuesday and Friday.
1: That's a good show.
0: Uh, it's my favorite thing. A lot of cool things coming out uh, on the YouTube tip. And uh, very exciting, very potentially scary things for me. I can't wait to tell you about them. But uh, come <laughs> Jesus. Watch the morning show every Tuesday and Friday, Mike in the morning. I got t-shirts on the DFTBA site, and I got black ones and orange ones, and all the proceeds for the orange ones, this is very confusing, go, go to- The to, Pumpkins,
1: the Pumpkin Salvation. They save the pumpkins. <laughs> uh,
0: they go to uh, benefiting the Multiple Sclerosis Society, Oh, that's wonderful. Because orange is their color, my dad has Multiple Sclerosis, hear that Wendy? And, uh, yeah, ease
1: off, Wendy.
0: <laughs> we got our own problems. My dad has the disease, Wendy. You think that's funny? We got our OPPs. <laughs> anyway, that's what's going on right now. All that stuff.
1: Um, well, Michael, thank you for that. And I hope a lot of you listeners go to, oh, Mike's shows. <laughs> Guys, as you know, uh, me and the original members of SourceFed have started a new thing called the Valley Folk. It's a new comedy production venture, which will have us posting videos weekly and uh, on our new YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/The Valley Folk. We do live streams every Thursday night, and uh, if you if you caught our live stream last night, it was very interesting, very different. We were two, t- uh, three Tims and a Tina um, reviewing Yankee Candles live on Twitch. <laughs> um, So tune into that. So, guys, yeah, and also, if you want to become a patron of The Valley Folk, all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash thevalleyfolk and uh, help us uh, get this thing off the ground. And also, um, I'm doing a new show on my channel called uh, Movie Review Show. It has no name. And I review <laughs> movies. And uh, if you download the Stardust app and uh, follow me and send me your reviews for TV shows and movies, you can end up on my show. Watch my show. Find out which movies I'm doing next. And then uh, we can start a little movie community thing because I like movies. That sounds fun. Yeah, so that's
0: it. if you like movies. And if you only like one movie and that movie happens to be Cloverfield, you're in the right place.
1: <laughs> That's right. Because every once in a while we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> every every year and a half or so. <laughs> we'll do like three episodes worth of stuff about it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the episode. And, of course, Dynamic Banter is on iTunes and all other places where you can get your podcast. And please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That helps us out a lot. Gets us on those charts. And um, if you want to send us some history roads emails or whatevers to our PO box and such, you can just go to at dynamic. I'm sorry, at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us. And I think the PO box information is on our Instagram. Account. Shit, we got a new hoodie and a new t shirt. Oh shit, we do. And
0: all of our t shirts are sold out. So thank you very much. Oh my god, you guys are monsters. Isn't that crazy? Everything but the um, the animated characters all the dynamic banter the logos. logo t-shirts they're all sold out nice work guys but uh hoodie just dropped black hoodie red writing like the uh original t-shirt oh, yeah that's awesome one. and then the uh who did the art do you remember for the new I one i remember
1: he's awesome though but the one that was crazy crazy yeah, like so good yeah. sorry i feel bad that's gonna be a bungle for us yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much for listening mike i love you love you too bud wendy sorry uh, don't, uh, but we don't give a. Sh- uh, <laughs> have a good night. Have a good day, Wendy. That was a headgum podcast.